Konnichiwa, and welcome to the Code of the Cardboard Samurai, a podcast all about Magic the Gathering in Japan. In this podcast, our goal will be to inform people both around and outside of Japan what is going on in the magic scene here. I'm your host, Ryan Schwenk, the Japan hobbyist out of Yokohama, and uh, today... I guess uh, I'm joined by a kind of semi-co-host. So, should should I just say uh, Nishizawa-san? No, just call me Taichi. Taichi? Yep. Yeah. And I think this is the second time I'm here. Yeah, Hi you, there. I'm, yeah. Yeah, you helped before with the um, you know, vocabulary and grammar and stuff like that uh, a couple yeah. episodes back. And, and, and I say a couple episodes back, but um, it's been quite a while since we've done a podcast mm-hmm, that's right yeah and i i guess you know before we start i do want to kind of address that you know it's been like two years since uh we've recorded anything we really had a lot of high hopes for this podcast uh, we started it well, i think i started at the end of like 2019 and i got about 15 episodes in i had a couple friends you know in the magic community over here helping me out and uh, then the pandemic hit and uh, you know I, I wasn't able to well, I mean I couldn't really create any content whatsoever there's no magic going on yeah that's right it was it was a tough time yeah so yeah let, let's let's talk a little bit about that um so during the pandemic you know what 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 was happening you know what what have mm-hmm. you been up to what have you been doing oh uh, yeah like one of the core relationships with me and magic is of course i am a level one judge Mm -hmm. but you know with no magic there's no judging so Mm. i technically well lost my job in terms of the magic scenes Mm. (laughs) but yeah that's one large thing that happened and of course i couldn't play as well but on the other hand i was like online judging for some events actually Mm. and well it's a little different from, of course, real real magic or t- table talk magic. Yeah. But it was a good experience because we all have a new choice. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one, you know, positive way of thinking like magic evolving mm-hmm. even with this pandemic. Yeah. So, like, um, let's kind of continue this a little bit more. Um, magic the Gathering in Japan overall, how has it been affected by the pandemic? Yeah, well, of course... We lost many tabletop players. Yeah. A lot of pro players. I mean, that's also because everything went online, I think. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, I think we captured a lot of new players Mm -hmm. at the same time. You know, new digital players. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, as you can see, if you look back into the worlds and those large tournaments that Mm -hmm. was going on, and we see some new players, and even in like the pro scenes. Yeah. So yeah, we lost some magic on t- well the tabletop players. They're like a little silent, mm-hmm. but we have new players here, and I even see many people around me like they're new to magic mm-hmm. through digital, but they don't know the tabletop. So and, yeah. 
Speaking of that, actually, I was at a Pioneer event today in town Mm -hmm. in Yokohama, and I actually came across somebody who started like a half year ago, I think he said, during the pandemic. And he's like, he's like, he just started playing Paper Magic. Oh, wow. That's Uh that's great. I'm, you know, I'm so happy that you chose to play Pioneer because I'm a big Pioneer fan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's like the core topic that we have right now Mm -hmm. to like how we can guide those digital new players to the table mm. talk yes and the experience is a little different but i i i can definitely say that it has a new exciting point of view that you cannot get through just digital yeah. magic yeah and hopefully they have good experience playing magic um you know in paper and uh, they'll have a lot of their other friends that they've met on you know arena or mtgo i would say most of them have probably been playing in arena yeah exactly exactly yeah i agree to that um but another thing i wanted to ask about i mean before we get started on our main topic today is Mm -hmm. um so you know we were talking about how magic has changed and i know that there's been a lot of uh mtg streamers um Ah, on twitch and stuff like that i know yuki ichikawa i think is one of the biggest streamers trios yeah yeah big big and then um also yuta takahashi vandalian I haven't seen mm-hmm. him stream as much recently, and I wonder just because you know he's a family man. Yeah, you know? I think yeah, um, <laughs> he, he's like playing what he likes. Yeah, and yeah, when the, usually yeah yeah, and when there's like the biggest competitive tournament, he practices towards that. So yeah, yeah. he's not like an all-time streamer, and, and he, he's a world champion now. What does he have to prove? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so I I saw him like playing vintage or something. Yeah, and, yeah, and, ma- and on Magic Online, and yeah, he's like crazy about blue cards. So yes, <laughs> I think yes. he's having fun in those um, <laughs> formats right now. Um, is there anybody else you'd want to recommend though, uh, as far as uh, Twitch streamers? You know, we have uh, have your point of view today. Um. Uh, well, in Japan, you know, I think you covered like the, the famous part. Yeah. yeah, the big ones and the most exciting ones that talk. Well, there are a lot of streamers and like I, I like those V VTubers. Uh-huh. How do I say it in English? But yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> those yeah. anime characters <laughs> talking visually. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they're actually pretty good. So that's yeah. the point. That's pretty exciting because they had good, good results on online tournaments. Uh huh. I want to say I think that's news. Mm-hmm. Is it Shota Yasuoka also does stream sometime or maybe I was Yeah, yeah, he's doing though. sometimes. But like well he's like reviewing new cards when the new sets are coming up mm-hmm. and he's pretty chatting about those things. He's not like um streaming all his playing all the mm-hmm. time. No, he doesn't do that yeah. all the time, but yeah. Yeah. I think he like likes talking. So and communicating, yeah. Um, again, before we get into our main topic here, do you think that that will pick up in the future? You know, because we're back to organized play now. Mm, yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah. So maybe but, we'll see more Twitch streamers. But yeah, well, Twitch streamers. Well, I think we're we have pretty, uh, well, maybe too much. Too many. <laughs> yeah, a little too many. But yeah, I think some will some will survive and some will go out, fade out, or something. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I think they have their fun on their own ways. All right, all right. So now we're we're still getting a little bit closer to the main topic. Sorry, bear with me here. Yeah, yeah. Um. So my next question I wanted to ask is: Do you think Match the Gathering will recover to how it was before the pandemic? Will we ever get back to you know what what we had 
back in like 2019 and 2018, etc. Mm. Well, I would say eventually. Yeah. Eventually, yeah, it would take time, but it would eventually. Uh, especially, I am looking forward to the Grand Prix, or maybe I should say the Magic Fest. Are they going to be Magic uh, Fest? I don't know yet. Not, not yet. It hasn't been announced. Yeah. But I, I truly believe someday we will go back. But on the other hand, I think we have a new choice of playing like large tournaments on mm-hmm. online at the same time. You know, it's. It's good to have like real events on the mm. physical lands of you know in Japan, in in the U.S., in mm. Europe, mm. anywhere. But uh, at the same time, it's really fun to have an online on time mm. event that everyone in the world can literally join yeah. in at once. Yeah, that's and I think that's online. a good choice. Yeah, mm. we it's it's good to have a choice, and depending on you know what your play style is, mm-hmm. you can have. A good experience through magic, and that's one thing that's very good. Okay. Um, all right, so we will have. I, I would love to have you back in the future to talk more about competitive MTG, but uh, I think mm-hmm. you know we should get started on uh, my topic today. And I've I've always wanted to do something like this. You know, I had my buddy on before who was a big uh, kaiju slash you know giant monster fan, <laughs> and we talked about Ikoria. And you know, we just had Kamigawa Neon Dynasty come out. And, yep. you know, people have talked about, you know, like other sets before, like Kaladesh, um, you know, which I think had kind of like more of like, a, I want to say also kind of East Asian kind of kind of uh, style and other sets have had like, a, I want to say like a Strixhaven was supposed to be like kind of Southeast Asia, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Kamigawa is returning to Kamigawa here. And so this is supposed to be kind of a Japanese theme. And yeah. I've always wanted to get a Japanese player's. Um, mm-hmm. you know, point of view, like on all this stuff. I've never really asked about the old, you know, sets either. So we're going to go over that today. That's our topic. Mm-hmm. Um, our topic is Neon Kamigawa Neon Dynasty from a Japanese player's point of view. That That's mm-hmm. our topic. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So um, let's get started. First off, uh, what were your overall thoughts on on the plane of, mm-hmm. of Kamigawa, you know, this Neon Dynasty plane? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, well, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like when they announced, "Hey, we're going back to Kamigawa and stuff like that." Like, what kind of emotions? What kind of feelings did you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say it was really exciting. It was really, really exciting when we had that announcement. We're mm-hmm. going back to Kamigawa, and well, it's especially it's because um, one time we heard like we're not gonna go back to Kamigawa. Yeah, and, yeah. There was a talk about that, and we were like, "Oh, well." It's a little awkward plane. I I shouldn't say awkward, but it's a little special. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's pretty like Japanized, mm-hmm. especially the traditional one. And well, it did feel like it, does this fit to Magic the Gathering or something? Mm-hmm. And well, we when we heard that we're not gonna go back. Well, it's that's too bad. Mm-hmm. But eventually, yeah, the the announcement came up, and when we heard that, it's like. A neon uh-huh. dynasty, you know, <laughs> not the Kamigawa. It's a neon dynasty. It's pretty fun seeing those um, Japanese senses going uh-huh. into those, um, like the SF movies or something. Mm. You do you know the um, the movie Blade Runner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel a lot of sense in Neon Dynasty, and yeah. actually Japanese people pretty much um, are 
what have a positive point of view on that kind of um the japanese essence in uh-huh. those movies and those fictions and it kind of it kind of gives me the feeling of it's like uh 1990s you know japanese movies with like all you know like in tokyo like with yeah. all the pachinko parlors and you know yeah yeah like yeah yeah but it's in the future <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's, you know it's, what I mean? it's right it's right that's yeah, right yeah. yeah i mean like it's from a japanese point of view we don't mm. see our country in that way to be honest kind of like through the lens of uh i mean you mean you don't see it you don't see your country as um being all neon and stuff you mean in high tech yeah that's just right right. not in neon like in like in the really the science fiction movies we don't see japan as like that kind of um country because well we actually live in it and we walk through it every day and we know it's not like that yeah, but I, I can tell my listeners right now that people still use fax machines here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's like a big joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fax machines are in like literally in all the companies in Japan. They still use it. And yeah. people still use like Microsoft XP as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And we we trade business cards physically. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's still the style that we live. Yeah. And it's but not we, as exciting we... as Neon Dynasty. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> But when we, when we looked at it from those point of views, the, uh-huh. the fiction point of view, it's like, it's like you know, it's awkward, uh-huh. uh, to be honest. It's awkward. Yeah, but yeah. it's, you know, it, it still has the Japanese essence. Yeah, so yeah. It, it feels somewhat like home, mm-hmm. but it's awkward. And yeah. I think that's funny. And uh-huh. it's very exciting. So, yeah, I, the... the the Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. It's really, it's a really, really good set from okay. a Japanese point of view. So let's go in a little bit more in depth now. Let's kind of go over uh, a lot of the the themes and you know the other the other things you know from from this set. And before mm-hmm. we start, you know, I don't know if you played the old set at all or if you had, you know, oh, I did, you, I did. You did. Okay, great. Yeah. How would you compare this new set to the older set? Did they do a better job with Kamigawa Neon Dynasty? than they did with the uh, betrayers and saviors of Kamigawa. Mm, well, do, do you say that in the play point of view or in like the world? Just like the world like... and the design, just like overall. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think okay, they did okay. better this time than they did the previous time? Uh, well, I think this time is better, especially from my point of view, because mm-hmm. um, the old one, I think it's like too Japanized. Mm. It's 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 like a pretty realistic um like even from a Japanese point of view mm. looking through a history book mm. a history of Japan we mm. have those traditions as well mm. and it's like it's like the same way mm. it's like it's not like really modified enough to be in a um what these fairy tales or this magic oh. world yeah it's like too realistic in the history mm-hmm. and but on the other hand the Nian dynasty is it has the good essence in it uh-huh. but it's weird in a way of magic so so, so would you yeah, say I like it's fits like mm-hmm. would you say like the coming out in dynasty is more like fantasy japan yeah 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 that's yeah. right that's right exactly okay so so you like it okay that's good that's good to hear um all right, so let, again, we got a lot of questions here. I wanted to go over uh, the mm-hmm. first. The next thing I wanted to ask was um, the kind of like the portrayal of the plane and and the people. Or sorry, sorry, not that. I'm sorry. Uh, we already just did that one. Um, mm-hmm, no problem. 
names. There we go. Let's go with the names. I know that, mm-hmm. you know, of course, you know, you're going to be playing with all Japanese cards. Um, is there, like, any difference between, like, the Japanese and the English from your, you know, experience looking at these cards? Like, do they do a better job at naming some of these cards in Japanese than they do uh-huh. from their English counterparts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, actually, I feel the Japanese characters really fit into this set. And especially, like, um, applying the actual kanjis, mm-hmm. the kanji symbols. And when you use that, it feels really Japanese. And, like, even the names, like the Shizuki Kaito. Mm-hmm. He's his name is it really fits in like a Japanese name. Uh-huh. Oh, it's like not a it's, real it's name. It's kind of rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it. It would be really rare if that kind of name really exists. I'm not uh-huh. sure, but we can sense that. Well, it could exist. Yes, and that's the fun point. Like even Tamio. Yeah. In Tamio, it's in, in English, it's Tamio. Yeah. But even in Japanese, you can say it Tamio. Oh, uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Well, it's fit. It fits. And yeah, I think that's like the good, the the really good part. And the Imuzawa family, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it still exists, and that's pretty the, fun. The brother Yamazaki. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. We got a lot of, yeah, and uh, Hidetsugu is another, you know, yeah. versus back. Ah, Hidetsugu, stuff. yes, yes, yes. And the, uh, they, it's good to see them having the Japanese symbols mm-hmm. applied on their real names, mm-hmm. which you can't sense it when you just see the English names, yeah. right? But from a Japanese player's point of view, oh, that, you're like, that's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, it's neat, it's neat, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, I know they also had like some shrines as well. Shrines came back. <laughs> yeah, Canada. yeah, shrines and the goshintais. Yeah, goshintai. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's funny to have them in those stories, but I think it really fits good. Is shintai? Is that like shin? Like shindere? Like the um, like death? I I don't know the 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 Japanese uh, name of that one actually. What the kanji Which one? is? Uh, um, oh, the goshintai. Yeah. Oh yeah, Goshintai is a real one that um is in the shrines of Japan. Uh, it's yeah, it's like the where the main gods um live in no well, there's the spirits of those gods are in those um icons in or they're in the statues or something uh-huh. in the shrines. That's what a Goshintai is. Uh, see this kind of stuff's interesting. This is stuff you don't get from other podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's real Japan like uh, opinions. <laughs> um, what about the the um the dragons? You know, the dragons are back. You know, we got Junji and I think Ao. Um, ah, yeah, Ao, yeah, yeah. Dawn Sky. Uh, as far as like the names, you mm-hmm, know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or yeah, they they sense like um well they're not like human names. Yeah, and I think that's the really good part. Mm-hmm. They sound really like oh they they might exist in like the myths or something Mm -hmm. and they even have the kanjis you know uh, same as the thing that i just said Mm -hmm. and it it sounds like oh they they, those kind of gods might have exist Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. yeah it's really (laughs) funny to you know play those cards in in the games as well oh so a couple other words or a couple other names i wanted to go over um like we have uh dokuchi Mm-hmm. Dokuchi Shadowwalker, Dokuchi. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean, Dokuchi? Um, I wouldn't say they have like Any a really yeah, it's made up. not a really meaning. Yeah, they're yeah. made up. 
but it it really fits like a Japanized okay um fiction name yeah same thing with like a uh, mukotai mm-hmm yeah mukotai mukotai which one like is mukotai, mukotai soul ripper ah mukotai ambusher um yeah yeah it's like the rat stuff I want to say the rats yeah 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 those have you know like the dokuchi uh-huh. those things right yeah those all of those have like the Japanese kanjis as well uh-huh. and yeah i i don't really like look through all of the japanese oh no the uh-huh. japanese um the magic stories mm-hmm. i don't really um yeah. read all of them i don't have time but when anymore. i was yeah <laughs> but when i was reading kamigawa because uh-huh. it was pretty interesting it just well it was a good story uh-huh. to be honest yeah because it doesn't have like the eastern kind of no the, the western kind of names mm-hmm. on the stories they really have like the Japanese names, and it's, it's, how how did they design this? And, like, yeah, yeah. It was pretty amazing, yeah. So like flavor wise, like um, I, mean, I guess it's kind of I was gonna ask next about flavor wise, but w- was this mm-hmm. like a flavor win? Like as far as like a lot of these uh, card names and stuff like that. Like I kind of like reinforced Ronin. I think that's very Japanese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a mech samurai, basically. I like yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. Um, uh-huh. yep. Rabbit battery. I don't know that. For me, that, <laughs> that feels battery. more Chinese, like the whole rabbit. But then again, I never. Then in the moon, yeah, Japan. Um, with uh, with uh, yeah. Usagi, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. Well, you know, China, Chinese, and Japanese. Yeah. We share a lot in our history. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, well, <laughs> in the flavor wise, it's yeah. really good. It's really good. And like, even with um the card, you are already dead. Oh yes, more. I think you know that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, that fits in the North that Star. Even, yeah, I love that's it. Right, that's right. That that even fits in the. Well, what the live the, the world we live in now, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's some funny cards. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's stuff. really funny to have those, and we feel very like welcomed in the magic world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having you know, kind of like I want to say people you can relate to, but names you can kind of recognize. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that, right. that sort of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's what I wanted to talk about for names. Um. But yeah, I guess we kind of also kind of talked about flavor as well. Uh, so maybe moving on, uh, let's just talk about the design. I think we talked a little bit about this already, but let's talk a little bit more about this. So mm-hmm. the overall art direction and the themes, you know, of these cards, like you said, it, it felt more like a, a a fantasy Japanese thing. It's kind of familiar, but it's not so. You know, there's actually a couple different art styles in here. Like we have mm-hmm. the um, kind of the UQA, you know, art block prints. I think on like the sagas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. and then we also have more like traditional. I mean, I was gonna say we're gonna talk about the anime ones later, but I'm just not like just the regular <laughs> art. You know, we yeah, have yeah, yeah, even in the basic lands, right? Yeah, like like that as well. Like basic lands, very nice. Um, just like the whole, we have mechs, we have samurai, we got neo stuff. We got a lot of different things. So yeah, I mean, what 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 are your thoughts on on each of those types? Like how mm-hmm. how how did they do a good job of kind of capturing kind of that parts of I, I don't know. Would you say Japanese culture? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I would say it's in Japanese culture. You know, well, like the 
one of the um, examples that you said, the ukiyo-e,、mm. you know, it's, it's really a traditional Japanese art, right?、Mm-hmm. And seeing that fitting in a real, like the nowadays、um, games,、mm-hmm. in, especially a game from, you know, in the, made in the, developed in the US,、mm-hmm. and fitting it so well.、Mm-hmm. It's, it's really exciting. Even playing it, I've been playing, I've been drafting Neon Dynasty,、mm-hmm. well, these days. In paper? And not in paper,、oh. in Magic Arena. I see,、yeah. I see. But even in Arena,、uh-huh. it's good to see these,、um, these, like when the sagas, you know, a paper like opens up in the motion. So, and is that like a scroll, it, kind of? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of scroll. What is that a, art a style called? You know, like, I mean, I, w- I would say, like, you'd see that stuff, like, in, in temple walls or, like, on castle walls and stuff like that.、Right? Um, um, well, one of the arts that, in, like, when we use those scrolls is、mm-hmm. a kakejiku. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's a kakejiku is, like, a roll that you hang in your,、um, in your house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, You know, it's, it's long in the what, horizontal, not horizontal.、Mm-hmm. What was it? Yeah, in the, in the way up. So it fits really good、mm-hmm. in the sagas. And it really has a good essence there.、Mm. And I would say the, the other type, you know, we had the UQA, whatever. We had、mm-hmm. the UQA、um, and that's,、uh, you know, the, the scroll type. And I don't know, what was the other one? I, I, th- I found another one here. You know, we have the basic Magic the Gathering、uh, designs. There was、mm-hmm. one more that I, would, I was thinking about. I can't think of it right now. I would say, like, the,、oh, yeah. the marches. You know, we have、mm-hmm. Otherworldly Lights and the Reckless Joy.、Uh, and, the marches. And stuff like that. Yeah.、Um, yeah, you name it. We have a lot. We have bone size. <laughs> so, you know how we, in, in Japan, there's like, a, what is it, like the、uh, divider?、Um, How can I say?、Uh, partition type, type art, you know?、Uh, it's not really on a wall.、Mm-hmm. It's like the folding, the folding partition. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Partitions. Um, um, I think you're saying the Byobu? Maybe, yeah. I think I saw some cards、yeah. that had like that type of art style too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Um, l- l- yeah, like. <clears throat> in the traditional Japanese arts, many、mm-hmm. arts are written in the Byobu. And it's like a way that we、um, what, live with the art、mm. in our real lives.、Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say that every house has a Byobu in nowadays. Yeah, in the、of、past. Course, yeah. <laughs> in the past. But it's, and seeing it invited in these,、um, these Magic the Gathering arts.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, really exciting to see those. It's, and it doesn't feel weird about it.、Um, what was your. I mean, I wasn't expecting all the mech stuff. How, how did you react to seeing all the mech stuff? What was your thoughts、all、on that? All the mech stuff. Okay.、Uh, well, I feel that、um, many. What? In, it might be a Western sense of view,、uh-huh. but it's, it's funny to, you know, that people feel like Japan is. That kind of yeah,、um, what, Giants, <laughs> robots, anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, we have Gundam, Gundam you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But even in, like, you know, even introducing those in the Magic the Gathering art, it really、uh-huh. fits. And it, it, it doesn't feel like it shouldn't be there. 
And that's a really good way of designing the game. I mean, I love Mech Titan Core, even though it's probably that. <laughs> yeah, that, I wanna, that is so exciting. I yeah. want to build a giant Voltron robot. Or, you know, <laughs> exactly. Gordon Which Ninja I could never do it in, yeah. <laughs> in drafting. So. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in my EDH deck. I'm, I'm <laughs> That's cool. Sure That's cool. I'm do that. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, but yeah, so the mechs, I like. I love the mechs. I, I was expecting the neon stuff and the samurais and the ninjas as well. Um, you know all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, we got yeah, yeah, there's yeah. there's even some bonsai. Um, you know, like with mm-hmm. uh, Boseju and a lot of yeah, the, yeah. the other Jukai stuff, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that I think. Okay, if I was gonna ask you what your favorite art was from the set, what would you say? Like, out of all these types of cards, ah, uh, that's a really good question. What was your favorite art style? Yeah, from the mech point of view, I like the mind link mech. Well, I'm just saying, like in general, all the art. <laughs> in general, in general, yeah, not okay. just the mechs. Okay, but if the mech oh, designs were, were cool, that's fine. Like, <laughs> well, the mech design are really cool. Yeah, that's that's true. But like, but, you know, oh did you like the neon stuff? Did you like, you know, like the samurai designs? Did you like the, you know, like the bonsai stuff, or like the sagas, or you know, the lands? You know, what what which art really? you know mm, stood out for I you. would say the basic lands yeah yeah the basic ukiyo-e lands yeah those were gorgeous it's, I won them. yeah they were gorgeous they're like a dollar a piece though <laughs> yeah that's right or more <laughs> or more yeah, yeah but you know having those you know all the types in what any deck that you use it would mm. be really exciting to have yeah. those you can play with them so yeah, that's yeah. a good part um and that kind of leads me into our my next question so i said we were going to talk a little bit more about like the anime and the full mm-hmm. art style and we did have uh, a lot of japanese uh artists again kind of mm-hmm. uh, do a lot of this stuff do you know any of these artists maybe i should ask that first are there any famous artists in here i don't know the names Oh, well, yeah. Um actually there are many famous um artists. Well, yeah. I would say the most famous person mm-hmm. would be the um she's um Kaito Shizuki art. Mm-hmm. The ultra art or the um person is Hara Tetsuo. Uh-huh. And yeah, because he's the actual um artist for the manga of Hokuto no Ken. Ah, I see, I see. Yeah. He's the actual person that created that manga <laughs> and having his art in a magic card is really really exciting yeah i really like terada katsuya's stuff too Tanio ah terada katsuya yeah and, mm-hmm. and the wandering emperor great yeah that's great uh, le- and like the other arts oh. i think you're gonna step into this um topic as well the uh-huh. like a little more Japanese anime art, like, or uh, maybe I should say moe art. Moe art, yeah, otaku art. Yeah, well, those yeah. artists are really famous as well. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I heard how expensive, like, the Wandering Emperor is. The Hisashi <laughs> Momose. Yeah. 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 It's like, what, $5,000? No, it's not $5,000. It's, it's expensive. It's like $500, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's The it's, etched foil Wandering Emperor. The etched foil is really it's expensive. Like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah. How about the anime art? What do you think? I mean, did compared to like um, what do we had? We had the Strixhaven stuff, and mm-hmm. you know we had the stuff for um, what was it? Uh, War of the Spark. 
Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you feel about the uh, you know alt art, full art, um, mm-hmm. you know stuff this time around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, for from from my point of view, mm. to be honest, I really um enjoy the original arts mm-hmm. actually. Because the re- the core reason is because I l- really like the world that the the Wizards of mm-hmm. Coast really, you know, it connects all those worlds, mm-hmm. and it fits in like with no what, <laughs> how should I say it? I mean, but it I fits guess it's so good. So it's like it's like you know you you make a video game and you know it's like really high. How can I say high quality? It's like PlayStation Five graphics type type stuff, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you have like uh, Mario looking characters. Yeah, yeah, and, that's true. And that's it's true. like mm, I don't know. So yeah, it's sometimes that kind of feeling. Yeah, it it gives me that kind of feeling. Well, I think that's because of what I expect to magic. Uh-huh. I like the magic world, what the Magic the Gathering um, offers as a world, and oh. I wouldn't say the Ultra Arts doesn't fit. I think it's a good choice. I mean, they're great for but, EDH for sure. Yeah, yeah, of course, of um, course. But I was going to say, who do you think they're trying to appeal to? Like, what type of players? Ah, uh, well, I think I really, I think it really attracts the Japanese players that mm-hmm. don't play Magic a lot, like Yu-Gi-Oh players, or yeah, Pokemon that's players. right, like Yu-Gi-Oh or what Dual Masters players, Y Shorts maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that does attract a lot of attention mm-hmm. and well i'm not sure about like how many people joined in for those arts yeah. or not but it's it's good to have a choice so i wouldn't say it's bad mm-hmm. and it's but sometimes um it's hard to like well maybe i should say uh from this is this might be from a judge point of view mm-hmm. it might be it's sometimes hard to realize which card is which because a lot of arts exists yeah and is this I'm like, real? what? What is? What is yeah. this? And well, I should say this for the secret, secret liars as well. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be hard, especially you know, like I, I was just you know writing an article today about how I haven't played since Incoria and like I have to learn all these cards, what they look like, mm-hmm. and stuff like that's that, right. and what they do, and everything, and I have to learn them not only in English but in Japanese as well. So it's stressful. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But all, all in all, um. You know, you, you like the art, though, you'd say? Yeah, yeah. Basic I art really direction. like the art. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The regular art is best, you think? But yeah. Yeah. Uh, from my point of view, yes. Right. I really enjoy the original arts. All right. So I got a couple more questions. The next one, I wanted to ask, you know, I'm guessing you've talked to some of your friends, you know, about the new set. What are, what are their, you know, feelings, their thoughts on the set? Mm, this, uh, the new Neon Dynasty, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, overall... Um, many people enjoy the Japanese, like the Japanese fanta- fantasy arts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and well, having those other choices, some people like the the anime kind of arts, mm-hmm. and well, some people like the original arts, and well, having like this design in a competitive um culture is really fun. What well, like the Misawajite is is from the old set. But even having that, it has an essence of Japan, so it's really fun. But not only the art, but I'm just saying, like, in general. Mm-hmm. What, what do they think of the set? Like, not only, you know, the style, but also the story, the names, how it looks, mm-hmm. you know, etc. Yeah, well, I, I would say um, many people are enjoying it. I haven't seen, like, really 
like a negative mm-hmm. kind of feedback from this. I, I shouldn't say feedback, but yeah. Yeah. So and, overly positive, you would say. Yeah, positive. Yeah. Okay. Not nothing to cancel anybody about, as they would say. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, the part is that to what I just said, but having、yeah. too much arts is confusing、yes. when you play, for, so, especially、yeah. for judges. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, ne- one more question here. Um, if we go back to wizards, sorry, sorry. If wizards go back, that、uh, goes back to Kamigawa again in the future. Um, maybe in a couple years down the road, what would you like to see the next time? Is there anything you, you would try to improve?、Mm, improve.、Uh, that's that's a difficult question. You know, as far as like I don't know, would you like to see you know maybe some different design? You know, do you want to see them step away from ninjutsu maybe and do something else? Ah,、uh, well, having those ninjutsu and samurais is like the core essence、mm-hmm. in this. You know this world, so I I would really like to see that, but um, I'm not sure about the story. But having seeing a new firection in Kamigawa,、mm-hmm. I I would pretty enjoy seeing like the plane is infected by a new firection or something.、Uh-huh. It's pretty、Take、destructive, but. I would enjoy like how would they design it? Like maybe they could do it like Mononoke Hime with like the poison and having to kill like the forest spirit or something like.、That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can you can think of it pretty easily. Like、um, the new Firection <laughs> versus the traditional Kamigawa、yeah. characters. You know, it's well, it's I, in other planes as well, but it's pretty exciting. I mean, you know, they they did wear the spark, which is like on Ravnica, but not really a Ravnica set. So I mean, yeah, yeah I could yeah. definitely see that sort of thing happening. You know, maybe、mm-hmm. like this next Phyrexian set, it'll be more like Final Fantasy Origins, but for the villains. Mm-hmm. 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 And like we just、yeah. get like you know all the Phyrexian people, all the Phyrexian、mm-hmm. praetors, whatever, kind of yeah, attacking yeah. all these different planes. Yeah. So like like Phyrexian ninjas like coming jumping into some <laughs> other planes or something. It might、yeah. be exciting, you know. Yeah. But the samurais are definitely fighting against the new Phyrexian or something.、Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well,、um, that pretty much sums up everything I wanted to say. Is there anything else you wanted to add to this topic about you know like Kamigawa from a Japanese player's point of view or? Do you think? Yeah, well,、um, from a player point of view, maybe、um, I really enjoy drafting Kamigawa,、mm-hmm. and I think you should get a chance while it's in Magic、um, Arena. Yeah, I have the free token, but、mm-hmm. I don't have the time. <laughs> you should play it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>、um, all right, then I guess we're we're gonna call it a day here.、Uh, so、mm-hmm. before we end, is I mean, of course, you guys can find me on.、Um, Uh, Twitter at yoshwanky.、Uh, I also have a, a link to my Discord, I believe, on there as well. If not, I'll put that up there later in this. If you want to join the cardboard samurai,、um, how about you,、uh, Nishizawa-san? Do you、uh, have any socials that you want to share or anything you want to promote? Well, yeah, I'm. Well, I basically talk around, tweet, tweet around in Twitter.、Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, at click mtg. How do you spell that? Spells k a、yeah. large k l i h c k mtg,、mm-hmm. and 
yeah, I'll be there. I'm of course welcome for any questions or like any Japanese helps. Maybe I can talk in Japanese and English. So yeah, and he's also in the uh, the Discord as well. You can find him in there、mm-hmm. sometimes. Yep. <laughs> and and if you're going to follow him, I should say on on Twitter.、Um, just keep in mind the he has been playing Magic、uh, recently. He's got a lot of.、Uh, Mountain pictures and stuff up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I climb. I basically climb mountains in Japan. Yeah,、so. new hobby. Yeah, I'm in high altitude, so yeah. yeah. Pandem- <laughs> pandemic hobby. That's right. All right.、Uh, so yeah, that's gonna do for today's show. We hope everyone's enjoyed listening about MTG in Japan, and hopefully you'll come back next time to learn more about the coming and goings of MTG. Um, not only in Japan but also in Asia too. If we can get some more people on in the future,、uh, if you have any comments or suggestions, like I, like I said again, you can find me on Twitter at Yo Japan Hobbyist, and、uh, you can also find me through my website www.thejapanhobbyist.com. All right, thanks again for coming on Nishizawa-san, and hopefully I can have you back on to talk about competitive、mm-hmm. magic in, in the yeah, near future. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Yes, anytime. All right, well, take care and sayonara. 